0: Fun alive, fun alive, fun alive, fun alive. Wait, only a few times till the tidy slip like a omen bean. Hold it on, hold it on, hold it on, then hold it on.
1: back to the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I'm your host, Midnight Star, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today. I've got a successful show lined up for you, starting with the haunting beautiful track, The Omen by Two Witches. The topic of today's show is all about Omec Paganism. First, some stuff to get out of the way. The Red Album created by the Abortion Access Pagan Music Project is set to be released this summer after successfully raising $12,000. Although they have met their goal, you can still make a difference by contributing to this meaningful cause. All the proceeds will support charities that strive to improve women's reproductive health. If you'd like to donate, please check out the GoFundMe page linked in the show notes. The organizers are now looking for sponsors for each of the songs on the album. Learn more about this by going to the Red Album Facebook page or pigginsong.com. Are you a Canadian pagan musician trying to get your music out there? Contact me. There's a shortage of Canadian pagan music and I need more. I'm looking forward to discovering you and your band and hearing some of your great songs. By having your tunes played on the Music from the Goddesses of a Podcast, you'll gain many new fans and increase your exposure. If you're a pagan musician who's not Canadian, don't worry. I'll still play your music on this podcast if you get in touch with me. If you enjoy the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast, consider supporting it by donating at ko-fi.com forward slash goddess vault or patreon.com forward slash goddess vault. Your contributions will help me keep the show running and create more content for you to enjoy. Stay up to date with the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast by subscribing to the newsletter. Get notified when new shows are available. Access past episodes for a fee of $7 a month or $70 a year. Subscribe for free at musicgoddessvault.substack.com. If you have a suggestion for a show topic, spear guide, or dream symbol, you can reach me on my blog or on social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Mastodon, and PixelFed. Let's dive into the fascinating world of Omek Paganism. The Olmec civilization of ancient Mexico had a complex religious system and worshipped many gods and goddesses. Their cosmology was dualistic and involved maintaining balance through their religious practices. This podcast will delve into their intriguing beliefs and practices. Now it's time to enjoy some more music. I'm eager to play for you a wonderful song called Seilu by Michelle Mays. Sit back, relax, and let the beautiful melody and lyrics of this song take you on a journey.
2: For her beloved. strength of her bones, and the life in her blood, she fed them. Say the Savior taught them the sacred way to respect and honor life. Take only as you need And leave the rest Keep the balance of life Her numbers were many, strong Cherokee. But some young ones, bold and daring, and filled with curiosity, followed her when the hunters failed to claim the food, the glory for themselves. They saw her undo her robe And shake her body as the basket filled with corn She had always been there Feeding the people and tending their needs No one had asked, for they'd been just children But now they knew who she was. Say lo, say lo, do
0: say lo, say lo,
2: say say Knew that Selu was the mother of all life They shunned her in fear They shunned her in awe The balance of life was gone Selu knew her time with her beloved children Had come to an end broke her heart, broke the people's heart. But she said, it's time for me to go. And when she died, she told them, bury me in the meadow by moonlight, where the dead Heard her words and tendered her grave all summer long in the harvest moon she returned as if she'd always been there standing tall. for her people and in her hands she held
1: civilization remains shrouded in mystery, as it existed from 1200 BC to 400 BC in what is now Mexico and near the Gulf of Mexico. For years, archaeologists have been studying the civilization, attempting to reconstruct their history and comprehend their way of life. Despite research, many questions about the Olmec civilization remain unanswered, leaving a sense of awe at their complexity. They were the ancestors of the Maya and Aztec civilizations and were really good at farming, which was a huge part of their success. They knew how to cultivate an array of crops, including corn, palm nuts, and beans, which provided them with a steady supply of food. This allowed them to thrive and establish thriving societies. Moreover, the Olmec civilization held a profound admiration for chocolate, which was deemed a valuable commodity. They also had a talent for fishing, which helped them to supplement their diets and provided them with another source of sustenance. Overall, the Omic were resourceful, proficient, and innovative people who were able to thrive in a challenging environment. The Omic people, whose name means rubber people, were known for their love of ball games and their advanced civilization. They lived in cities long before the Spanish conquest in the 16th century. But the details of their early settlements remain a mystery to archaeologists and historians. These resourceful and innovative people were able to thrive in a challenging environment, leaving behind a rich legacy that continues to fascinate us today. In the upcoming segment, I will be discussing the fascinating topic of Omic religion. Let's take a break from the chatter and enjoy some music. Up next is Cornyards by Yurton. It's time for the Spirit Guide of the Week. I am excited to share with you today about one of the primary deities of the Omic civilization, the Weir Jaguar. There isn't a lot of information about this god because the Olmec didn't write anything down. Scholars and archaeologists are still arguing about it today. However, the Weir Jaguar played a significant role in Omic religion and mythology. It might be connected to a tale about a mating of a jaguar and a woman. The rare jaguar was often depicted as a human with jaguar-like features or a jaguar with human-like features. This hybrid creature was believed to possess great power, strength, and agility, which made it a symbol of divinity and the supernatural. In 1965, a major Omec-oriented exhibition was entitled The Jaguar's Children, referring to the rare jaguar as the divine power of the Omec civilization. This exhibition showcased many Omec artists artifacts, including sculptures and figurines of the Weir Jaguar. The significance of the Weir Jaguar in Omic mythology and religion cannot be overstated. The Weir Jaguar has immense significance in the mythology and religion of the Omic civilization. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. civilization had a rich and complex religious system with a deep reverence for nature and the natural world. They believed that these three realms were intimately linked. They believed that caves were portals to the underworld and that by entering them, they could communicate with their ancestors and the spirits that dwelled there. This belief was a defining aspect of Omec religion and played a major role in shaping their culture and way of life. The Olmec civilization's religious beliefs were polytheistic, with their gods representing various aspects of the natural world, such as rain, earth, and maize. However, they also referred to their gods by numbers on occasion, such as the rain god 6. Additionally, they worshipped animal deities, including eagles, snakes, sharks, and other creatures. Like many ancient religions, the Omec also blended animal and human forms in their deities, as seen in the example of the weird jaguar. This mix of the natural and spiritual realms was a fundamental aspect of their religious beliefs, which played a significant role in their daily lives and cultural practices. The Omec religious practices involves a variety of rituals and ceremonies, including pilgrimages to sacred sites, offerings of food, drink, and other items cave rituals, and the construction of pyramids. They also played a ball game that was part of their religious practices, as well as using mirrors for divination purposes. However, perhaps the most notorious aspect of Olmec religion was their practice of human sacrifices. While the exact reason for this practice are not fully understood, it is believed that it was done to please the gods and ensure the continued fertility of the land. If you want to learn more, unfortunately, there is limited information available on the web regarding this ancient Mesoamerican civilization. Now let's dive into another song. How about we give Mama Gina's The Eagle and the Owl a listen?
3: It a shot. By daylight one by stars dance the eagle, dance the owl Feather cloak feather light, dance the wings and dance the flight, drape yourself in all that light and watch the goddess in you rise. Climbs upon the air, then rides the currents she finds there. Feathered cloak, feathered lights, dance the wings and dance the flight. Drape yourself in all that flies and watch the goddess in you rise. Shines bright, reflects her song. Wisdom's shadow sweeps along. Howless patience sees her chance, swoops in for the killing dance. Drape yourself in all that lies And watch the goddess in your rise. Beaks are sharp, bones are hollow Dance the eagle, dance the owl One by daylight, one by Dance the owl to the cloak, to the light, one by shadow, one in light. Drape yourself in all that lies and watch the goddess in you rise.
1: Dream symbol to interpret. Here are the three Valentine, Abuse, and Accent. Dreaming about sending Valentine cards may signify a desire to express more love and affection towards others. If you dream of receiving a Valentine card, it can represent your personality, kindness, and ability to connect with others on a deeper level. To dream of a box of Valentine's chocolates can indicate the possibility of an old flame re-entering your life. Abusing someone in a dream can indicate you may face consequences for previous actions. Dreaming of yourself being verbally or physically abused may indicate that you feel like a victim in your waking life. Animals being abused in dreams may indicate suppressed primal desires which can lead to negative consequences in real life. Dreaming about hearing someone speak with an accent symbolizes a sense of familiarity mixed with novelty. Dreaming that you are speaking with an accent could indicate that you are struggling to express your ideas clearly. If you dream that your accent sets you apart in a good way, it could indicate that you exude confidence. And if you dream that your accent is causing you to be noticed in a negative light, then could indicate that you are experiencing some insecurity. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show, so keep dreaming.
4: yeah There are better things to focus on Than just how thin and how blonde When there's a world of suffering A world in need It's up to me See you n-
1: Another myth. The Quest of Cleverness is a captivating tale from Brazil that takes you on a journey of adventure and intrigue. Join me as we delve into this exciting story from WorldofTales.com and get lost in a world of wonder. Once long ago, there lived a king who had a stupid son. His father sent him to school for many years, hoping that he might learn something there. His teachers all gave him up as hopelessly stupid, and with one accord, they said, It is no use trying to teach this lad out of books. It is just a waste of our valuable time. At length, the king called together all the wisest men of his kingdom to consult with them as to the best way to make the prince wise and clever. They talked the matter over a year and a day. It was the unanimous opinion of the wise men of the kingdom that the lad should be sent on a journey through many lands. In this way he might learn many of the things which his teachers had not been able to teach him out of book. Accordingly, the prince was equipped for his journey. He was given fine raiment, a splendid black horse upon which to ride, and a great bag full of money. Thus prepared, he started forth from the palace one bright morning with the blessing of the king his father and of all the wise men of the kingdom. The prince journeyed through many lands. In one country, he learned one thing, and in another, he learned another thing. There was no country or kingdom so small or poor that it did not have something to teach the prince. And the prince, though he had been so insufferably stupid at his books, learned the lessons of his journey with an open mind. After long wanderings, the prince arrived at a city where there was an auction going on. A singing bird was being offered for sale. What is the special advantage of the singing bird? asked the prince. This bird, at the command of its owner, will sing a song which will put to sleep anyone who listens to it, was the reply. The prince decided that the bird was worth purchasing. The next thing which was offered for sale was a beetle. What is the special advantage of this beetle? asked the prince. This beetle will gnaw its way through any wall in the world, was the reply. The prince purchased the beetle. Then a butterfly was offered for sale. What is the special advantage of owning this butterfly? asked the prince. This butterfly is strong enough to bear upon its wing any weight which it puts upon them, was the answer. The prince bought the butterfly. With his bird and beetle and butterfly, he traveled on and on until he became lost in the jungle. The foliage was so dense that he could not see his way. So he climbed to the top of the tallest tree he saw. From its summit, he spied in the distance what looked like a mountain. But when he had journeyed near to it, he saw that it was really the wall which surrounds the land of the giants. A great giant whose head reached to the clouds stood on the wall as guard. A song from the singing bird put this guard to sleep immediately. The beetle soon had gnawed an entrance through the wall. Through this opening, the prince entered the land of the giants. The very first person whom the prince saw in the land of the giants was a lovely captive princess. The opening in which the beetle had made in the wall led directly to the dungeon in which she was confined. The prince had learned many things on his journey, and among the lessons he had learned was this one. Always rescue a fair maiden in distress. He immediately asked what he could do to rescue the beautiful captive princess. He can never succeed in rescuing me, I fear, replied the princess. At the door of this palace, there is a giant on guard who never sleeps. Never mind, replied the prince, I'll put him to sleep. Just at that moment, the giant himself strode into the dungeon. He had heard voices there. Sing, my little bird, sing, commanded the prince to his singing bird. At the first burst of melody, the giant went to sleep there in the dungeon, though he had never before taken a wink of sleep in all his life. "'This beetle of mine had gnawed an entrance through the great wall which surrounds the land of the giants,' said the prince to the captive princess. "'To escape, we'll not have to climb the high wall.' "'What of the guard who stands on top of the wall with his head reaching up to the clouds?' asked the princess. "'Will he not spy us?' "'My singing bird has put him to sleep, too,' replied the prince. "'If we hurry out, he will not yet be awake. "'I have been confined here in this dungeon so long "'that I fear that I have forgotten how to walk,' said the princess. "'Never mind,' replied the prince. "'My butterfly will bear you upon his wing.' With the lovely princess borne safely upon the butterfly's wing, the prince swiftly escaped from the land of the giants. The giant on the wall yawned in his sleep as they looked upon at him. He is good for another hour's nap, remarked the prince. The prince returned to his father's kingdom as soon as he could find the way back. He took with him the lovely princess and the singing bird and the gnawing beetle and the strong winged butterfly. His father and all the people of the kingdom received him with great joy. Never again will the prince of our kingdom be called stupid, said the wise men when they heard the account of his adventures. With his singing bird and his gnawing beetle and a strong-winged butterfly, he has become the cleverest youth in the land. Before the story, you heard Acceptance by Jenna Green. Just a reminder, if you're interested in contributing to the Red Album project I mentioned earlier, they've already raised $12,000 to produce the album, but you can still donate to the Abortion Access Pagan Music Project GoFundMe page linked in the show notes. They are currently looking for sponsors for each song on the album. Get more details about this project by checking out the Red Album Facebook page or visiting Pagansong.com. Got an idea for a show topic, spear guide, or dream symbol? Share it on the website goddessvault1.website.com forward slash home and on social media platforms like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Mastodon, and PixelFed. If you're a Canadian pagan musician, I'd love to hear from you. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I can't wait to discover and play more Canadian pagan music. If you want to help keep this show going, you can either donate money to either kofi.com forward slash goddessvault or patreon.com forward slash goddessvault. If you want to be the first to hear the latest episode, you can sign up for the newsletter, musicgoddesswelt.substack.com. As the final song of this episode, I present to you Honor the Untamed God by Starhawk and Reclaiming. Blessed Be.
5: Honor to the Untamed down with the sun into darkness, yet arises in light, you teach us that no end is final. You are cut with the grain, yet grow again, to comfort us with the promise of renewal, the promise of the spiral. Come to us, guide and friend. Seeds a grain reborn. The comforter, the consoler. Heart's ease and sorrow's end.
6: The comforter, the consoler, heart's ease and sorrow's end, child born when
5: dark turns to light,
6: the comforter, the consoler,
5: youth of the sun's waxing,
6: heart's ease and sorrow's
5: end, the,
6: the Comforter, the Consoler,
5: Leaping fire on the heights.
6: heart, heart sees and sorrows, air.
5: Lover of blossom and
6: thorn, The Comforter, the Consoler,
5: Shining face descending.
6: Seas and
5: sorrows in Reaper of abundant harvest
6: The comforter, the consoler
5: Long-handed guide in the night He is here, he is the guide The gate is open, he is the guide The way is clear, he is the guide to the unseen, the mystery of turning and returning, the dancer in the heart who passes, who goes down and arises, who talks.